Welcome back to the Technology in Worship podcast. I'm your host, Eric Coleman, and my good buddy, Benji Satorius. Today, we're here to talk about automation, give you an idea of what automation is, how to use it, and why to use it. So, Benji, what is automation? Yeah, so I actually Googled the definition of automation, uh, and so I'm just going to read that, and then we expand on that a little bit. So automation is the creation and application of technologies to produce and deliver goods and services with minimal human intervention. They create processes to improve efficiency, reliability, and speed of many tasks that were previously performed by humans. So in the church world, what that looks like is automating lyrics and video switchers and lights and things like that. And so when we automate things that can, that allows tasks to be done quickly, efficiently, and more reliable than what most humans can do. And so that's kind of a quick rundown of what automation is. Yeah, we use automation regularly here in our church services. Are you running uh, anything automated, Benji? We do a lot of automation. So we automate our CL5 at front of house. Just a couple of channels, not nothing major or anything like that, but just a couple of things like that. We automate pitch control for our vocals. We automate our video switcher, which is a Blackmagic ATEM switcher. Uh, we occasionally do lyrics. We automate our lights from ProPresenter. Another thing we automate, which I guess is technically automating, but it's not through ProPresenter or MIDI or anything like that. But we actually automate all of our Atrium TVs and our projectors. So they everything turns on at a specific time automatically, and then they all power down automatically. So again, just taking things that happen every single day or every single weekend that it just takes that off the volunteer's brain or mind, and they don't have to remember to do all these little things. And so it does help a lot when you do that. They can really focus on really what their job is to, whatever, run the lyrics or switch the video switcher, run mix sound and things like that. We automate Planning Center Live and this has been a game changer. It's been amazing. So the way that this works is we have Safari running on that same computer that ProPresenter 7 runs on with QLab. And we put a MIDI note on the first slide of basically every single item in the order of service. So videos, songs, preaching, slides, all that stuff. And that sends a MIDI note to QLab, which then... It gets triggered and sends out an Apple script through QLab and talks to Safari. And so five minutes pre-service, it actually takes control of Planning Center live. And so in Safari, it's open. We're on the current weekend. We just minimize that window. So it doesn't have to be visible. It could be minimized. And so five minutes, it takes control. And then every time we click the first slide of each item, it basically is hitting the next button on Planning Center Live. And so we've got iPads, 
throughout the entire building. We've got a TV in our green room. And so it's got Plan Center Live open on all those devices. And it keeps track of everything. It shows how much time is left of each song, each video. It shows what's next, who is speaking or singing, leading that specific song, gives us all that information. And so as a team, it really helps us kind of stay organized. We know, oh yeah, we went over on this item. We need to address that for next service so we don't run too long. And so that's it's been awesome. Another thing we automate, and I know you automate as well, is the start of our services as well as our online live stream. So we set a time-based command so that at a specific time it triggers the live stream to kick off as well as end. Through BoxCast. Yes. Here's another automation thing that we do. So oh, let's just go through them all. Yeah. <laughs> so at our Morse campus, our new campus, uh, we portable do not, campus. Yeah, it's a setup teardown at a at a school, and so we just started live streaming that with just a single camera, super simple, basic, but it's been working great. So we just use ProPresenter Seven to send a live stream out to YouTube, and so. I actually made a automator script that takes control of the mouse and automatically clicks the live button and then starts capture. And so if you're not with Resi, so a live streaming platform, there's no way to automate going live currently at this time through Pro 7. And so if you're with Resi, it will automatically start whatever time you tell it to, but we're not with that campus. And so... Yeah, it just takes control of the mouse five minutes prior, moves the mouse up to live, then it hits start capture, and then our apps stop it when the service is over. So that's been pretty simple and easy as well. But yeah, that, that's kind of what we automate, I would say, on a regular basis. How about you, Eric? And we're, we're doing pretty much the same, uh, except we do automate our lyrics regularly. And we can talk about that a little bit later as to how to do that specifically. Yeah. Um, but before we even get any further in this discussion of like what is automation and how to do it, and we need to talk about the philosophy of why we automate. And something that you, as the listener, may not know is Benji and I do have different philosophies from time to time. But we are also working to kind of get toward the same philosophy together. At Harvest, we automate because we do want to have that efficient uh, workflow um, where we do a lot of the front-end work so that our volunteers don't necessarily not have to do anything, but if we can automate it and make it more foolproof we like to do that um so one way we do that right now in particular is with our lyrics Uh, that does not mean we don't have a lyric operator uh, sitting in front of the computer Um, they do we we do schedule one someone in planning center to uh, manage the lyrics if we get out of sync or 
um, anything like that, they know how to edit the slideshow, uh, edit the arrangement, and make any changes that would be needed um, based on the automation that has been determined, which hopefully we've found those the points of concern ahead of our rehearsal even. And our lyric slash notes operator, they do run our sermon notes regularly. We get a very detailed notes from our pastors when they are preaching and highlights for when their slides are supposed to go on the screen. So we do control that from the back. So our lyric and note computer operators are still very involved in our service, even though we are automating the lyrics. And uh, we have found that it's been really freeing. uh, And a lot of our people who are computer operators do enjoy it. And uh, they don't feel left out because they're not controlling the lyrics. In fact, it, it kind of relieves some pressure from them. Although I will say a couple weeks ago, Uh, As I mentioned on this podcast, we had a service where our automation went kind of haywire. And so it was bouncing around in songs in in the playlist of ProPresenter and therefore caused a lot of lyric errors that were discouraging for our team in the booth as well as those on the platform. So while automation can be great, it also can kind of break from time to time. Uh, And hopefully, as we're automating, we are looking for those points of concern and try and find those in advance. But every once in a while, uh, something gets through the cracks. And so having a backup plan is probably pretty important uh, in case something were to fail. Absolutely, yeah. All this automation is great, but... We still staff every single location that we do automate just because there could be something that goes wrong in the plan. So we want someone to be standing by and ready to act. So what what do you automate at Harvest? At Harvest, currently we are automating our lyrics using Ableton. And our lighting is very similar to yours. It's automated from ProPresenter. Um, so when a slide, when a background, like the first intro slide is hit, it changes our lights scene for us, which we preset ahead of time. I'm also automating pitch control, as you are, automating that through another Ableton session with the pitch control plugin. So you're running uh, two MIDI. Ableton sessions? Yes, we are. Nice. Okay. Uh, I haven't been doing it recently, but we did for a while automate our video switcher entirely so that it would change the uh, camera angle in time with the music. Uh, And now we have opted to give control of that back to our volunteer in full. That, That was getting triggered through Ableton, correct? And that was getting triggered through Ableton, yes. So what's kind of been your philosophy for automation? I guess I kind of talked about ours, but what has been yours? So for mission, we do not automate our lyrics as far as for worship. Uh, so we have a operator running ProPresenter for the entire service. Uh, they 
click through all the worship slides, the backgrounds, and all that. Once the message happens, whoever's preaching actually controls their own slides. So they use the ProPresenter remote app on their phones or iPad. And as long as they're on the same network, they connect in and they control their own slides. For really big productions, we have automated our worship slides, uh, like I said earlier. But we, for a regular basis, for a weekend service, uh, since we already have a volunteer sitting there and uh, needs to be there and, and all that, so we we just let them do the do the slides on their own, and every single one of them is awesome. So so just like you at Harvest, we also automate our lights and things like that. So at the beginning of each song, we have a background slide that changes all the backgrounds, and then we keep that same background for the entirety of that song. Those backgrounds also have MIDI notes for triggering pitch control. So we run a Wave SoundGrid server for our CL5 at front of house. And we just send MIDI notes to recall snapshots on SoundGrid. So that's how we change our pitch control. That also automates the pitch control for broadcast as well. It also automates lights, which we use light key. We were using DMXs. We have recently... Oh, I think since Christmas, actually, switched over to LightKey, which is really cool and really simple and yet can do so many different things. And so we also trigger lighting from ProPresenter as well through that. Every time there's a video that automates the video switcher to go to the ProPresenter input, anytime that the message slide is clicked, it actually brings up the channel on the CL5 up to the appropriate level of the pastor's mic. And so things that we do on a regular basis that don't really change from week to week, those are the types of things that we try to automate. And so it kind of takes the, oh, I have to remember to do this out of the volunteer and just kind of just makes them more comfortable and things like that. So Again, pitch control, we don't have to remember, okay, is this in B-flat or whatever. It just automatically changes when they click the first slide of each song. Same thing with videos, announcement video, pastor's mic for the message, things like that. that just it, They just happen as soon as the pro presenter op clicks that slide. And so our ops know that they're, they're basically running the entire service. And so they are always ready to go on on time and all that stuff. And so they know when they click that slide, there's a whole lot of things going in, going on in the background for automation. So they know that, they're aware of that. And so it kind of keeps them on their toes a little bit. So that's mission automation. Eric, can you uh, dive a little deeper into how you automate your lyrics? Absolutely. I would love to share how we automate our lyrics. Um so we are operating in a Mac environment, so an Apple environment. So I can speak to that side of things. Um, and basically, we run ProPresenter for our lyrics, but a lot of the other softwares that are out there can receive MIDI information. So the MIDI protocol is a communication standard 
that was originally designed for musical instruments. Uh, I believe it stands for Musical Instrument uh, Digital Interface. And uh, in the Mac world, um, many of these softwares can both receive and send MIDI, MIDI interface information. So I'm going to talk through a little bit about how to set that up on each of the softwares. Because basically, one of your softwares will, at the very least, need to be sending out MIDI communication, while the other software receives MIDI communication. Benji, does that make sense to you? It does. Except Not that you haven't done it before. I actually did not know what it MIDI, what MIDI stood for. So I even learned something new today. Whoa! <laughs> Here I'm automating and use, using MIDI, and I have no idea what it stands for. And I mean, it's typically used. You've you've seen it, and you have oh yeah, oh yeah, yep. One in your office, you have a, a like musical piano that doesn't yep. make necessarily any sounds on its own. But that information is based on a note. Well, first it's based on a channel, and then a note, note on and off. In some cases, uh, there's a whole line of different mean, uh, musical MIDI yeah, commands because there's, there's, there's also program, program changes. Yep, and then a velocity, um, the CC changes, yep. velocity. So there's a bunch of different uh, language information in there. Um, so you just kind of got to learn to speak the language. But yeah, in general, we're sending, uh, we're just going to talk about automating lyrics. So we'd be sending information out of our track software and into our presentation software. Which you're so running, on, you're running playback now for your tracks or Ableton? Um, kind of. We're running Ableton this weekend because <laughs> we've been having trouble with playback. Right. Right. Okay. In our case, we're running Ableton currently and for our tracks and then ProPresenter for our lyrics. So we need to tell Ableton to send MIDI information to ProPresenter. So on a Mac, we use a program called Audio MIDI Setup. This is a great place where you can create aggregated audio devices, which that is a weird word in and of itself. It is. And you can also set up your <laughs> MIDI information. So for now, we're only going to talk about the MIDI side of this software, but you can do a lot with the audio side as well. Um, so in here, it should open up directly to a window that says audio devices. And that's the window we're saying we don't care about right now. Uh, but we are going to open go up to the menu and go to window and then show MIDI studio. So here in the MIDI studio, uh, you can see devices that you've pre previously connected to. And one thing to note, uh, there is a device in there called the IAC driver. I have no idea what IAC stands for. We could make it up. Other uh, than probably internal Apple communication there you go that sounds good that sounds good enough for me let's let's just patent that and go with it um so that would basically be used for midi communication between software running on the same computer so you do have to tell it like hey i need to send uh 
out of Ableton running on my local device to ProPresenter running on my local device. So you would use the IAC driver for that communication, and you'd want to create a bus for basically each um, functionality that you'd like to use. So for instance, we have a lyric automation bus, a lighting bus, um, a video automation bus, uh, and that's just like a pathway for that information to go down that you can tell your software uh, where to look. That's a lot of buses. Uh, so that would be for internal communication. That's how we operate it. Uh, but then if you need to run from one computer to another, so say you have a dedicated tracks Ableton rig, and then you have a dedicated ProPresenter machine, uh, that'd be connecting two computers on the same network. So there is an option here to configure the network driver, a little globe icon. And here we get the MIDI network setup information. And kind of the same thing here, we need to create a session on each computer. So on this computer that I'm looking at right now, I have a, a lyrics session. And then I have an ATEM automation session, a lighting session, basically the same thing. A session here is the same thing as a bus uh, in the IAC driver. And once I create those sessions on each machine, uh, so you need to be strategic in your labeling so that you know which machine is which. So uh, in the bonjour name, maybe include which room it's located in, or some sort of label structure. For instance, we have a meeting in our worship center on Wednesday nights, but we also have stuff going on in our youth center on Wednesday nights. And if the youth center connected to the worship center computer, that could cause a lot of chaos. So you got to be very strategic and making sure that you connect to the session uh, and the machine that you need to connect to. So create a session on each machine for each function that you need to run. And then in the directory, you will see all the computer uh, connections that you have available to you that are live at the moment uh, and connected to the network. So then I would just click on my session. So Ableton Lyrics. And then I am connecting that to my ProPresenter machine in the Worship Center. And I hit Connect. And then in the right side of this window, you can see that, the, that my machine is now partic a participant with the ProPresenter machine in this MIDI network window. So that's just the bare basics to get you going. But then you have to tell each of your software where to look. So I'm going to open up Ableton, and in the preferences, I want it to send out information. So I need to make sure that in the MIDI section of the preferences, which is located in Link Tempo MIDI, uh, that in the MIDI ports area here, that I have created, uh, basically I have to make the selection of these checkboxes for whether or not you're using a track, a sync, remote, or an MPE. So in our case, I'm running the automation down a track lane. 
And there is one case where we're using a remote, and that's because we have a bus that can allow us to loop back to certain points within Ableton. Uh, but for lyrics, we're using the track channel going out the out network as well as the out of the IAC. So then you have to go to ProPresenter and in ProPresenter under Devices. And you run in ProPresenter 7, correct? Yes, this is in ProPresenter 7. And you can see the MIDI map by clicking the MIDI map under Devices. And basically that gives you all the commands that would trigger different slide functionalities such as clearing a background, clearing uh, a slide layer, clearing the audio, um, advancing to basically just saying click the next button or click the previous button. But you can also set it to grab very specific slide numbers. So that's how we automate our lyrics is it grabs specific slide numbers so that if they did choose to trigger the chorus again, that it would always grab the chorus based on the arrangement being in sequential order. Um, so yeah, in here we have to create a device with the plus icon, and we're using MIDI, so click MIDI, give it a name, tell it, okay, what source is this coming from? So in our case, I would select my IAC network in case I'm doing this internally, uh, or I would select the bus, or sorry, or I would select the network um, session if I'm doing this, uh, if I want to receive the command from the network. And then uh, I basically built and modified a template that I got offline. And now I can, in Ableton, I have a basically a template project with all of the cues for the Ableton slide command, or sorry, for the ProPresenter slide commands. And basically, I just drag those into the timeline as needed. And I can do that with lyrics, or uh, I also have a template for our uh, ATEM automation, which runs program changes over MIDI. But yeah, that's kind of basically like bare bones on how to get it set up and running. Um, but there's definitely still some settings that need to be dialed in on each computer's end. So for those that don't use Ableton and they use playback, uh, which is what we use at Mission, we've also used Pro Tools to automate our lighting and lyrics as well. So uh, playback is really, really simple, made by multi-tracks. Uh, it's available on iPad, uh, iPhone, and computer now. But once you create your MIDI network in the settings, you get on the same network. And basically, the ProPresenter setup side of things is basically the same as what Eric just explained. So, but yeah, playback is super simple. You can automate your lyrics really quick and easily. Uh, Pro Tools is a little bit more detailed, but yeah, you can do it from them as well. If you're running a PC, so we run one PC at Mission, and that's where our SoundGrid server, you get a app called RTP MIDI, which is free, and that's the PC version of the audio MIDI network setup that Eric was just talking about. So 
if you're running Pro Presenter on a Windows machine or SoundGrid on a Windows machine, you can still automate the exact same stuff just with this. You just have to get this other app. So super simple, super easy. One other thing that we use at Mission is a program called QLab. And so what QLab does is actually can convert MIDI protocol to different protocols. So ProPresenter only sends and receives MIDI note on and note off protocols. Like we said earlier, there's other protocols. So program change and OSC and all these other uh, protocols. And one thing that we use QLab for is automating our video switcher. So video, the Blackmagic video switcher only takes OSC commands. And so you need some sort of app or program that talks between ProPresenter and the video switcher. So programs like QLab, which is what we use, Bohm, MIDI Translator, and Oscillator are one or a couple of different options to get communication to the ATEM uh, video switchers. And then you also need an ATEM OSC app, which is free. You put that on the same computer that is running the ATEM software. And so that's how we automate our video switcher. You can change inputs, change audio levels, a bunch of different stuff. So Yeah, that's because MIDI is not received in particular, at least to my knowledge, by the Blackmagic devices natively. Correct. So you are basically doing a conversion from MIDI to the OSC language. Correct. And there's other devices that only take OSC commands as well. And so unfortunately, ProPresenter only can send out note on and note off. So that's how we automate other devices that don't speak the note on and note off command. And so, yeah, we're running ProPresenter 7 and LightKey and QLab all on the same M1 Mac Mini. So we use the IAC driver for lighting and for QLab. So that's because it's all on the same computer like Eric was explaining earlier. Pitch control, we run the audio network MIDI setup uh, to communicate to multiple computers. So that's what we do. I personally prefer and think it's easier using the IAC driver just because, now hear me out, obviously that's a lot of work on your computer if you're running multiple softwares. But what I do like about it is that you don't have to reconnect it every time. But what you do have to do if your machine goes off the network, uh, it gets shut down, is you do have to reconnect the network sessions every time. Not for PC, you don't. What? I know. That's awesome. So my PC connects automatically. So if I restart the Mac, it connects automatically. Or if I restart the PC... It connects automatically. Oh, so. you've got it made then. Well, yeah. Yeah, we have to reconnect that every week. Um, it would be great if they could somehow enable that so that we don't have to do that. And if that is an option already and I don't know how to do it, I'd be very much interested in learning how to make it automatic. Yeah, send us a message on Instagram at Technologies in Worship and let us know. But yes, to my knowledge, I I thought one of the OS updates, 
like I can't remember, maybe Mojave or something. I thought they addressed that issue, but yeah, to my knowledge, you still have to manually connect if your computer restarts or anything like that yes. from Mac to Mac. So, so that's kind of a quick deep dive into automation. I'm sure over the next, uh, for, for, over the foreseeable future, as Benji and I continue this podcast, we will dive deeper into other forms of automation. Uh, but we wanted to give you a little bit of a hint at what that could look like. But yeah, all of this to say, we are automating things so that some of the little nitty-gritty things that are kind of regular every week, things that happen don't get missed, uh, as well as allowing for some efficiency uh, for our volunteers. Which does remind me that many of us are automating our homes now with smart devices, um, such as smart plugs, smart lights, um, many TVs come with integrated smart features. So a lot of what we're doing in the church world for automation is kind of similar to what happens uh, maybe in your home when you're automating those different things. Uh, it's just it uses a different type of communication protocol to uh, make those functions happen. So as we wrap this up, we want to take a little bit of time and just talk about our volunteers, the the team that we are over uh, at Mission and Harvest, and even the, your teams of all you that are listening. Uh, volunteers, you know, we could not do what we do without our volunteers. Automation is great. It it does help our job uh, go a little smoother. It helps the volunteers, but as a whole, there's no way that we could pull off a weekend service without volunteers. I don't, I don't know if there's enough automation in the world uh, that, could, that could achieve what our volunteers do. So, And I would rather go a service without automation than a service without volunteers. For sure. Definitely. Automation is great. Uh, it can actually be a kind of a band-aid if you're short volunteers. If there's a season that you're just, you don't have a lot of volunteers, especially right now coming out of COVID and and all those, you know, a lot of people haven't returned back to church. So you might be struggling getting volunteers. Uh, so automation is great for that route. So Eric, one last question I've got before we close this episode is, what is one thing that you want to improve or start doing with automation this year at Harvest? So one thing I would like to do with automation is uh, learn to better educate our team. Uh, our team is great. Our team is amazing. But I would like to um, basically take a deeper dive into automation and do a deeper tutorial for how that works and because it can be so powerful. And I find that I get some of the best ideas from our team as far as what what could be automated. Um, a couple of the guys and gals on the team have given suggestions for different things to happen in our work environment for weekend services. And um, in order for them to feel empowered and 
also just they're usually amazing ideas. Uh, I like to implement those in the future. That's good. What about you? Uh, for mission, I would say I might want to start automating our lyrics. What? I know. I've been against it for basically since day one. And that's why I said maybe, because I'm still on the fence if I want to do it. I see the benefits of it for sure. But I think the biggest benefit for us in automating lyrics has come from a confidence on this on the platform that the lyrics are gonna be there in time, on time, and it's gonna be the right lyric every time that is needed. And that's been the biggest benefit for automating yeah. the lyrics. Yeah, it, I would say that's probably one of the biggest uh, pros that I would say why I would want to do that. Uh, again, not to say that our words aren't on time or anything like that, uh, because they are. Our ops are great, but you know, again, to take amazing, yeah, take that load off them a little bit. Also, giving the team on the stage just more confidence that those lyrics are going to be on time every time just like you said so so that does it for this episode i hope this was super super helpful for each and every one of you uh, for those that are automating and even for those that are not automating yet hopefully uh this helps you guys out if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to us on instagram uh, we will definitely help you out as best as we can if you haven't follow us on instagram Make sure you subscribe and share this episode with all your friends. And we just appreciate each and every one of you. So until next time, keep automating.